start. Let's go. That was a sloppy start. We got to restart. No, no, no we look don't. at the beginning. No, we no. Don't. it's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's organic. It's natural, baby. So, how was the camping trip? Uh, it was great. Um, did you? Uh, how 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 was the weather here? during my camping trip uh it was mid 50s to high 40s torrential downpour cool let me tell you about the weather there (laughs) mid 40s torrential downpour (laughs) (laughs) and the town we were in uh putnam connecticut on saturday it set a new record for the lowest temperature in putnam connecticut in recorded weather history (laughs) 1864 or whatever the guy said oh my god we literally were packing up our shit and leaving on the last day and he's like you guys are still here <laughs> and we we're like yeah he's like i literally think you're the only people left in the campground everybody left <laughs> and i was like oh yeah we're we're good he's like wow you guys should earn some like cold weather camping merit badge <laughs> and we were all walking out in a line i was like i actually already got that one when i was in boy scouts <laughs> and then all three of them in unison said me too he's <laughs> like well there you go that's why you're still here yeah it was fucking cold it was well talk me through the whole experience you know it's gonna rain you know it's gonna be cold how did you show up what was the vibe who drove how was the unpacking? Was it easy? Was it nice vibes to start? Let me tell you about the packing. Okay. Which okay. will then... Okay. 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 You'll fill in the blanks how easy the unpacking was. Okay. I bought a bunch of camping stuff when I went with my girlfriend. Um, because the people that I go with are the... They have all the camping stuff. They have the easy up canopy tent. They have the big 12 person tent. They have the cooking stove. They have all the utensils. They have the bots and pans and bowls and cast iron and all that stuff. They have everything we need. Um, The lanterns, the propane, whatever. But when I went with my girlfriend, we didn't have any of that stuff. So we borrowed a couple things. We borrowed an easy up tent. So I still don't have one of those. But besides that, we got a big ass tent. Um, We got all the camping stove, the lanterns, all that stuff. And I managed to fit it all very strategically in one big Rubbermaid box, like one of the extra long ones. The big plastic ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that, like it, the normal Rubbermaid box, like plus 50% lengthwise. Okay. So it's a long okay. Rubbermaid box. Put the seats down in the back for this one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I store all of it in there, made sure it was totally dry before I put it in, sealed it in there. It's stored in the attic. I go up into the attics to start unpacking it to see what I should bring. And I thought, wait a second. We're all vaccinated, but uh, one of them has a wife who's incredibly high risk, so he's still a little bit worried. So he wants to drive alone, and he wants to sleep in his own tent. So we're all driving alone, because I'm coming from Massachusetts. Everybody else is coming from, like, the Hartford-ish area. Um, So, uh, like, an hour difference between where we live. Um, So we're all going to drive alone. I'm just going to put the whole Rubbermaid tote in my car without even looking in it and then just pack a bunch of clothes. And I did. I didn't use a quarter of the stuff that was in there. Oh, no. It was great. No, it was perfect. Oh, it was good. Literally, I just took a Rubbermaid tote from the attic, went downstairs, put it in my car, packed my stuff in my backpack, put it in the car, grabbed all the spare towels that my girlfriend won't be using this weekend, put them in my car, went to the store, got my share of the food that I would be bringing, put it in the car, and went. It was so easy. Unpacking, just that in reverse. Here's the bag of food. Here's the bag that's going in the 12-person tent that they already set up because they got here like half an hour before me, and they just went beast mode on the setup. Well, you need to when it's, um, you know it's going to rain, right? Yeah. Like- uh, our friend Tom showed up first with his son, who's a Boy Scout, who just uh, got his Eagle Scout badge. Oh, good. So he's a fresh Boy Scout. He's a man scout. Um, but... Uh, 
set up the tent, just put my stuff in the tent. Oh, bought a brought not bought already Mm -hmm. had a queen size air mattress uh we had three queen size air mattresses in the 12th person tent with room to walk in between all of them oh oh my god this thing was huge oh that's nice it divides into four rooms with like these giant wall flaps um it has a movie projector screen (laughs) so if you bring a portable movie projector it has like that shiny white material screen wow uh, which we didn't use but it's a it's a glamping tent yeah uh, it has like the built-in tarp on the bottom um so it doesn't really get wet but torrential downpour it super did get wet <laughs> i was gonna ask how did the waterproof stuff last um so our other friend who wanted to sleep alone he has a one-person tent uh he's big he's like a six six guy um so he has a big one-person tent that's very long uh and it comes with a cot um like elevated like, the cot goes outdoors yeah it's an elevated tent um, like you could put it in a swamp and be totally fine. Yeah, um, okay. but he's elevated two feet off the ground and he put it in between two trees, tied a rope into the trees and then made like a tent canopy thing with a tarp. Um, so it has a rain fly, but just for extra, we knew it was going to be pouring, yeah. uh, put the tarp over it. Um, and when we took everything down three days later, uh, there was a bone dry square <laughs> under the tarp. It worked perfectly. He was like, literally, like, best sleep I've gotten in weeks. <laughs> like, just the sound of rain, because he had earplugs in. So for him, it was the sound of rain. I did forget to bring the, the earplugs, so it was the sound of hurricane outside. <laughs> Um, so it's a little loud yeah. <laughs> and very frigid. I was completely enclosed in the sleeping bag with it cinched tight. So I was just a little cocoon waiting to turn into a butterfly the next morning. Um, but it was it was great. The easy up canopy uh, that the, the camping guy brought, I uh, got a new one. Normally they're like 10 feet by 10 feet um, and just like a roof with four legs. Okay. Um, this one was 10 feet by 15 feet. Um, that's meant for like putting over a picnic table and having plenty of space for everybody mm-hmm. to be dry on the sides. Yes. And it has attachable Velcro walls. <laughs> so just, it started to drizzle it a little bit and we're just like walls, <laughs> just put up four walls, started cooking inside. It turned it into like a sauna in there. So for most of the night until it was time to quickly run from the, the easy up tent with the walls to the tent, um, it was like 70 degrees and bone dry. Wow. That's, <laughs> so it was great. That's amazing. Yeah, we were just hanging out in a very blue room because it was a blue easy up. Uh, okay. With like string lights. Okay. Uh, like very cozy. But you know you know what though? That almost sounds better than hot human buggy nights. Oh yeah. Just like outside in front of the fire, like slapping bugs every 10 minutes. Getting smoke blown in your face, right? Yeah. Like, that, nope. That's, that's yeah, not bad. Fire run out like half an hour into the rain. We're like, fuck it. Let's go inside. Yeah. <laughs> There's a propane thing. So it was great. Sleeping at night was cold. And then, um, when it's ha- nice, right? Yeah. Being warm. Yeah. And cozy. Then waking up and going, oh, it's cold, but I'm so cozy. I did. Oh man. I had a couple, uh, each morning actually, I woke up at like six, the sun was out. So like it woke me up and then it was like. A little bit warmer, like high 40s. Um, but then I was like, no, back to bed. Nobody's up yet. And I got that that moment that feels so good of when you wake up and you got nothing going on. So you could just go back to bed yeah. and you just sleep for like three oh, more hours. Oh, and those great. three hours are the best three hours of sleep of your oh, life. Oh, yeah. You go right back to that dream in time. Oh, you catch yeah. it. You catch it. It was, it was oh. good. We. It's like... This is our fifth year going, pretty much, just the three of us. We have yeah. a couple guest stars each time. Yeah. Um, 
but it's like we have our traditions nailed down like we're all gonna do this camping trip at least once a year until we die and it's gonna be the exact same every year and it's perfect it's like that episode of parks and rec where they all go uh camping and ron swanson's like no we do it the way we do it it never changes we've been doing it for 20 years or whatever like that's already started to set in um Tom got pins that just had a has a have a five on it for our fifth year. Uh, <laughs> we listen to the same music. We listen to comedy albums, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but whatever. I'm not camera. fan of comedy. Not I'm not a fan of sitting around a fire, not talking, listening to like Jim Gaffigan on a Bluetooth speaker or Patton Oswalt on a Bluetooth speaker or something like that. If it's something I've, I don't. So I have a th- I have a thing about I like that. Yeah. But I don't like it with things I haven't heard of before. So when I first met John Mulaney, met when I first experienced John Mulaney, yeah, you met him through Netflix, right? And on Netflix, I I didn't like his act enough because yeah. I was watching it with friends. Okay, and oh. it's it's along the lines of I get that he's funny, but there's something about I don't know the 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 connection isn't personal enough. Interesting. For me, I remember watching Eddie Murphy, um, and Eddie Murphy was the only time I was able to watch a stand-up, and for the first time with friends, yeah, and it was hilarious to me. Yeah, every other stand-up I've seen, uh, has been pretty much just one-on-one on Netflix, and I need it that way. Yeah. I I can't I don't connect to the stand-up if it's not that. So if it was. A Jim Gaffigan stand-up I haven't heard of before. Yeah. I, I I would yeah, I would agree with you. But I'm on the fence. I'm a fence sitter on that. Yeah. I mean, it's also it's the it's the Jim Gaffigan, the Mitch Mitch Hedberg, the Patton Oswalt, the George Carlin, who I fucking hate. I hate George Carlin. He's what? so he's just a shitty old man who complains about everything. And it's not fun. Like the things people laugh at are just him screaming about something that he's so mad about that he shouldn't really be mad about. Well, that's like Lewis Black's bit. Right? <sighs> Lewis Black does something Pretty similar. much. He really yeah. just says the news and just yells about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then they fucking bail themselves out for the fifth fucking time. I, like <laughs> Lewis Black, the thing that gets me for Lewis Black is his act. Like that that thing that you just did where he's convulsing and he's just waddling his finger. Uh like his it's like his arm is electrified. Yeah. Um and he's like shaking his scotch glass or whatever. That's funny to me. It got old, but that was funny to me. George Carlin, he just sounds like he inhaled an entire carton of cigarettes at once and then just complains about someone it was really weird the album we were listening to is from like 2000 or something like that and he was complaining about uh security in airports so that was Mm -hmm. dated uh and he was complaining about germaphobes (laughs) so that is also now dated (laughs) yeah um oh like don't talk about sorry keep going keep going uh it was like it was very close to being on an anti-vax tangent (laughs) And then mm. anti-airport security tangent um, about how it's a waste of time and nothing bad is ever going to happen. Well, that, that's <laughs> the like, big yikes. problem. That's the big problem of what I was. This is what I was going to say before. That's the big problem when you listen to something as iconic as um, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, homophobic, transphobic, yeah. you know, racist. It's just it's it's for the time that was that was. That was considered normal, like you, you know, it, it it wasn't. It, this goes back to the generational talk we've had before, 
um, where it's just his generation and that time frame of comedy, Richard Pryor, mm. uh, too, right? Like they had bits that if you said today would just be, you know, holy shit. They said, yeah. what? But yeah. that's the time that it was okay to say those things. Exactly. That was the, I'm not saying it's okay to say in general, but at that time, guess what? It was. And I mean, you know how I know it was? He sold out arenas. Exactly. It wasn't okay. It was pushing the boundary at that time. And it, it was, was like they were saying the most shocking stuff. It was accept. Yeah, it was accepted to that point. Exactly. Right. It was right. acceptable as shocking. Now yes. it's like, wow, no, <laughs> you yeah. went way too far. Yeah. So yeah. so that's that's the that's the conflict there. But uh, okay, so you listen to music, stand up. Lots of music, lots cigars, of... Cigars, uh, drinks around the fire while you listen to this? Nope. Uh, uh, neither of them drink, and one of them hates cigars, and I'm not a fan of cigars, so okay. I could have gone with, like, a couple beers or uh, whiskey cider. or something like that. Ciders, yeah. But they're not into that, so whatever. That's when I go camping with, like, my other friends and my girlfriend, we'll, we'll have a, a big-ass cooler full of ciders. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Um yeah okay cool cool, cool, cool. um lots of the, on this one there was a lot of like sharing music that the others have never heard about i got to introduce them uh so one of them we listened to the naked versions of the beatles let it be album which okay. is like uh say like the song let it be was their 10th take of that song the naked version the naked album is like their eighth take where it's like almost there, but it's a little off when you listen to it. But I love it. And it's also raw. It's like, this is exactly what they sat down and all four of them played at the same time when we press record and then we press stop. And like at the beginning of each one, they're always like, all right, and one, two, three. And then at the end, it's like, those are good. Could you could you do that bass at the end a little bit heavier? Uh, and like they're talking and like that stuff is so cool to hear. Like, and it sounds like you're in there. So we listen to that. And then uh, Steve said, you should put on Billy Preston who plays the keyboard super funky keyboard for that album which is just straight funk so we listen to funk for a couple hours and then i introduced them to wolfpack which oh, is like they didn't hey, know about wolfpack they did not know about Wolfpack. and i played um i played the song tea time uh which is t-e-e like golf tea tea time if you haven't heard it by wolfpack it's not one of their most popular ones but it is funky as hell uh, and both of them said, holy shit, this is good. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And I, uh, I played their Madison Square Garden album, uh, and I kind of told them about like how they got started and stuff like that. They were instantly huge fans. That's awesome. Um, they showed me a couple things. Um, they shared a couple playlists that they made. And then just the thing that I like about it the most is I genuinely forget that I have a job. Like it's not even, I don't think about work in that moment. Like that is my life. <laughs> It is just, I make my own food, and I don't shower anymore, and I live in this tent. <laughs> um, right. And we just talk, like, philosophy. We go off on crazy tangents. We, like, vent about stupid stuff. We, like, tell funny stories that we've heard, like, ten times already. We connect. We connect. It is yeah. so... And after 18 months of not really seeing people face-to-face besides you yeah. <laughs> it was and not to say like it's not like just you know, it was good to see something more, different yeah something, yeah, something different, different yeah. a different group of friends friends that i haven't talked to every week yeah. uh and it was like we haven't caught up like that in a while we play D D every sunday but like we log on we talk for five minutes and then we play D and then we say see ya so just three days straight of, of just catching up and catching up talking emptying the mind out seeing their faces which yeah. is like that's a weird thing 
anybody listening like no mask you mean yeah no mask just like sitting five feet away leaning back in a chair uh under a lantern and just like laughing so hard we have headaches and stuff like that it's it was so good i love camping there's nothing like it that's that's when i play hockey every week (laughs) when i suit up yeah like there's i have a hockey ritual like pregame playlist that i do yeah and the second i start putting on my gear Mm -hmm. the mind just everything just starts switching your life is hockey now (laughs) my life is hockey. the second i'm strapping on uh my gear yeah literally girdle uh or jock and after the jock left shin guard the second i put the shin guard on my leg it's just i'm literally strapping in like putting on armor i'm yeah i'm literally (laughs) strapping in and i'm just thinking it's go time yeah let's fucking go (laughs) let's make this happen and then i'm and then the second i step on the ice the second my my skate touches the ice oh yeah there's nothing else yeah it's just it's that no think only hockey i have to focus because <laughs> yeah. you, you can't not focus in hockey it's yeah just, exactly you, have, you can't lackadaisically just be putzing around in a game that's yeah. not how that works you're so, chasing a little tiny rubber puck on ice yeah and it's and then i'm warming up i'm doing my drills and then i'm focusing on stuff working on stuff and then it's a like somebody's uh like guys are slapping sticks in the center ice it's time okay let's yeah. go let's go time and it's just it's great it's fucking uh, what is great. the guys slapping sticks it means like put the pucks in the net. Let's wrap it up. Let's start playing. Are they slapping each other's sticks? Or are they like slapping them on no, the ice? No, you just stick tap. You just you just yeah. You tap the ice on the ice like a knock knock. Yeah, like beaver tail. You know, just okay with your with your. It's just a stick tap. Okay, cool. So it's yeah. just like a. I'm done. You've had enough. Let's go. Yeah, it's go time. Put the pucks away. We've had five ten minutes to warm up. Let's oh, go. That's good. I, I like that. Everybody puts pucks extra pucks into the back of the nets. Yeah. Goalies say they're ready. We line up. We go. Excellent. It's just yeah. So that for me, that's that's how I feel every time I get in the ice. Every yeah. time I get in the ice, it's just everything is gone. That's I don't so have good. to worry about work. All I'm focused on is my skating, my shooting, my passing. What's the angle on this? What could I do to to break out that? Where am I covering? How can I swoop down and help support the breakout? And what am I doing over here in the corners? And oh man, that guy cherry picked, and I got to catch up and. When can I change my shift and getting off the ice? And it's just, that's it. There's nothing else going on. Yeah. That's awesome. I feel so good. I love those like unplug your brain things. Yeah. Which are like hard to find. But when you find them, you like bear hug, hold on to them so hard. I would love to, to, to be there for that, for those conversations, the three of you had. Dude, because you're our next guest star. Because I like, because I like everybody. Yeah. You like those people. I like those people a lot. They're great. So I would love to hear their opinions on stuff. I'm sure they would love to hear yours (laughs) too. (laughs) They'd be like, oh, we forgot about (laughs) us. Yeah. So it would be, it would be cool, but I'm not a huge camper guy. And you could do it. You know what I mean? We'll just go in like July when like worst case scenario, it's rainy, but it'll be nice and hot. So the most important thing though. Yes. I need to know about the food. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. 
So let's go. Let me walk you through. Let's go. Like I said, got there half an hour after the two boys, the father son duo got there. Yep. Uh, Beast mode. They set everything up. They had food cooking already. (sighs) The camp was fully set up. The easy up tent was up. No walls. The tent was up. Um, The fire wasn't started, but they had the Coleman girl growing because they're like, we need to get this going because we're having stew tonight. So we got to get the stew stewing. Um, so the first thing they did, I requested, I'm like, Hey, we do steaks every year. Spoilers. There's steak coming, but we do steaks every year. And it sounds like we're doing beef stew. Can we like spice it up? Can we get like a unique cut of steak or you are unique animal <laughs> that the steak is from, or can we get some unique meat in the, stew. um, in the stew? So we got short ribs. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Like your bray short rib stew. Yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so just straight up just cut the short ribs, browned them for like a long time. Like got that nice uh fond yeah. on the bottom of the thing. Yeah. Just brown and brown them. And we we browned all like the crappy parts. So he like cut off all the hunks of fat and stuff like that. And he's like, just brown these for a while. We were also breaking in uh a cast iron uh pan. Pan or so, oven? Uh, uh cast iron oven pot. Dutch oven? Big Dutch oven, yeah. Um, We were breaking that in for the first time. So he's like, just get this going, get it everywhere. Like, cover the interior of the thing. So that was my job. season it. Yeah, you got to season it. Exactly. We were seasoning it, but also getting that fond in there. Because we were going to deglaze it. Um, With what, stock or? Beef stock and a can of beer. Oh. Um, I don't remember what beer. It was something like. Doesn't matter. It's getting getting reduced. (laughs) Yeah. It's beer. Um, And then put the or actually no before we deglazed it we took the crappy parts out and he's like if anybody wants to try any of these they are burnt to hell and they're not the good cuts so we like chewed on a couple and steve just took a big hunk of burnt fat and just chewed on it like it was gum for like 20 minutes and then just spit it out and we're like that's gross yeah but anyway um then took the really good cuts of the meat put that in there um so not like the most exotic thing, but still short rib stew. Pretty, pretty Great short rib stew is pretty fucking yeah, good. Yeah, oh my God, my mouth is watering. Oh the, boy. the beef was like liquid by the time we ate it. It was just, you couldn't chew it. It was still together, but when you picked it up in the spoon and put it in your mouth, it felt like nothing was there. It was so, so tender. It was unbelievable. Um, potatoes, de- carrots. Deglazed it. Uh, got like baby potatoes. I think they were called little cuties <laughs> or something like that. They were like literally the size of grapes. Okay. Um, I've never seen potatoes that small. Pearl onions and baby carrots. So we didn't cut pearl anything. Onions. Yeah, okay. pearl onions, okay. which were really fun. It was like beef stew, like boba tea, <laughs> where you like bite into an onion. But the onions like, melted. Ooh, a little explosion of yeah. onion flavor. But they yeah. were like also very liquid. It was like oh. a paintball of onion flavor. Okay. Um, just threw that all in there. Uh, Bread? Uh, yep. We just had a big baguette. Oh, yeah. And we just, just ripped it off. I was like, yep. do we have like a knife? And he's like, you rip it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just <laughs> ripping pieces off, dipping it. Um, and then we were worried. We were like, that's a lot of stew. And it ended up filling the Dutch oven. Yeah. And we're like, there's four of us. We are not going to finish that stew. So we finished the stew. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot and they were like we have no plans we just have to eat this and then groan and then go to bed yeah, and that's true. what we did uh, um so that was incredible uh next morning uh from scratch biscuits and gravy um so sausage gravy 
with the flour and the milk and the butter and oh my gosh and then biscuits not homemade biscuits from a can okay. um but cook those in the dutch oven that was incredible uh, just biscuits gravy okay yeah, not enough wish no was, eggs uh not that morning okay and then for dinner that night we had a guest well, what was up. lunch what was lunch we don't have lunch when we camp why because you need to fast for dinner so what do you do throughout the day snacks we got a bunch you, of snacks. What did you Chips. Snack uh, oh, actually, no, there was snacks. It was, I would call it lunch. Um, Steve brought uh, two cases of, like, sausages, like Italian sausages. Sweet was, or hot? Uh, both. So oh, there was, I was going to say, there was a case of man. sweet and a case of hot. Good man. Um, they're so good. Yeah. Just browned them, uh, like, just cooked them, them in the cast iron and just fork. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you just that's chewed you off need. bites of it. Although oh, peppers so and onions go well with it, but yeah, that's really all you need. It would have been good, but yeah. no, that's all we needed. No bread, just, like, snack and sausage. <laughs> um, it's amazing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and then just, like, sipping coffee throughout the day. Oh, dude, that first cup of coffee in camping. Oh, yeah. And you're outside with the yep. fresh air. Oh. I also requested another change this year that I think, thankfully, we're sticking with. I was like, you know, I love... The camping coffee, the Insta coffee, the instance, not the same as French press or pour over baby. Just not this time, guys. Can we bring a French press? <laughs> oh, yeah. We brought a French press. Oh, yeah. uh, we actually ended up two, uh bringing two because he was like, I don't want to boil water, put it in the French press, let it steep, squeeze it and give it to two people and then boil more water and then put it in the whatever. So it just brought two boil water, fill up two of them, squeeze. There you go. There's our coffee. Uh, but then we ended up doing that like two or three times throughout the day. Luckily. We brought enough coffee. Um, oh, yeah. We brought like two bags of coffee. Oh, beautiful. Oh, so I fucking good. love coffee. So like good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Mountain House Dark Blend, I believe. Pretty Ooh, good. Pretty okay. good. Okay. Um, snack and sausage. And then for dinner, the big dinner, the year, the annual tradition. Steak. It, w- too much steak. More steak tell than me, a doctor, doctor would recommend. Tell me. Come on. This okay. year. I need to hear it. This year is a ribeye. Oh. Uh, it was a two pound ribeye. Oh. <laughs> it was so good cooking it the same way every year How? low and slow over the fire salt pepper oh yeah salt pepper oh yeah different this year he used pretzel salt so he used pepper and then Ooh. like when you have a big baked pretzel that thick salt uh, like road salt yeah <laughs> he put, road salt yes yeah it was good it had like a crust there was so much pepper how, and, how was it uh how tell me tell me tell me more tell me more because uh, this wasn't on a fire it was oh you guys had the fire going yeah was, yeah at this point it was oh actually this night it cleared up okay um so night two it turned into a drizzle around lunch and then sporadic drizzle uh like through dinner um and then clear until like three in the morning so we actually we had a fire that night which was great and um, we had a lot of wood to burn because we didn't burn it the whole yesterday yeah. so we had like a bonfire that night so that was cool and that's when we like really like hashed it out and just philosophy and yeah what is the universe and stuff like that but stakes. Um, Steaks low and slow. So we had a uh, big fire pit, fire over here, sticks over there. Um, so it was on a grate, and you just rotate which one's closest to the fire uh, every couple minutes, and then you flip them halfway through until they had good uh, grill marks, and then you cook them, check the temperature, a couple more minutes. They came out a little uneven. Some of them were medium. The one I had, luckily, was medium rare. One of them oh, was like medium boy. well. Had a boy, had a boy. Yeah, so dude, oh, so good. Uh, We've gotten better at uh, like eating an appropriately small amount that day that we are now able to finish our two pound steaks. <laughs> Good, Don't two you years have potatoes as well? 
Uh, we did forgot about him. Tell me, <laughs> we didn't put him in until way too late, and we're like, "Oh, the steaks are done in ten minutes. Potatoes are gonna take way longer than that to cook. Let's put them in, eat the steaks, and then maybe have them for like dessert." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, we also do um, mushrooms and onions. So we chop up some mushrooms, chop up some onions, put a handful of onions, a handful of mushrooms in an aluminum foil homemade pouch, uh, and then like tablespoon of butter, bunch of salt and pepper, a handful, handful, tablespoon of butter, salt and pepper, handful, handful, until it's all gone. And then you seal it up, make a nice little pocket, nice little football of that. Just toss it in the coals, let it just bubble uh, for a long time. Take it out. They're like liquid. Um so you have that with the steak. Oh my god, my mouth is watering. Um, our guest star was uh, Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, showed up with coleslaw, delicious. <gasps> yeah, um, yeah, it was very, very. What a good. smart idea. Yeah, coleslaw to just like help everything digest, m- digest, right? move along. It was so good. Cleanse the palate because it's 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 like creamy versus all everything else. Exactly. You know? so, yeah. yeah, it was it was really good. Like I need a break from chewing on steak for five minutes. Uh, couple bites of coleslaw coleslaw delicious um and then so that was that uh s'mores that night since the fire was going uh we were able to do s'mores and what's then, your s'more technique huh what's what's your s'more technique i'm glad you asked let me tell you um steve brought the jumbo marshmallows like huge okay huge marshmallows. So you only need one per s'more oh no it's one is way too much way too much so what i do is uh put it on the stick put it on the edge of the fire kind of above the coals uh, a place that's like the most uniformly warm you don't want to put it over a flame you want to put it over coals get even heat low and slow okay uh, and just constant turning you're not cooking one side and then cooking the other you're just it's a rotisserie marshmallow okay and you're just going and then it gets brown or it gets golden and then it gets toasty brown and then it starts to bubble a little bit and the brown starts to get a little leoparding and it starts to get black you're done Yes. You don't want to flame on the marshmallow. No. You don't want to blow it out. You're done. You just don't get too greedy. Maybe some of it isn't browning yet, but that's fine. Since these are jumbos, what you do is you gently grab it with the tips of your fingers and you act like you're pulling the marshmallow off, but the inside isn't even close to cooked yet. So you're just like shelling the marshmallow and you're taking just the melted part out. And since it starts to leopard, it's not sticky at all to touch. And you just pull that off. It's like touching pizza crust. Okay. And you just pull that off, put it on the graham cracker, and then you could do that like three more times with that same marshmallow. I've clearly never worked with a jumbo marshmallow because no. that blows my mind away. <laughs> they're Cause... huge. It was, they're, they were like the size of my fist. Okay, because each time <laughs> I've done so, last time I did some mores was, I want to say, 2019? Oh, dude, you was the last time I did some mores. And I did a great job, but I always do the standard uh, cracker, chocolate, yep. mellow, top. And then pull out pull the stick. out because exactly. of it. yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah, you yeah. do. That's what I tried on my first jumbo marshmallow. Way overzealous. I never would have thought that the inside would still be cool because it's so thick. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't. You'd have to cook it slow to cook the whole thing, and then it's literally too much marshmallow. It's spilling out the sides. It's getting yeah. all over your hands. It's Pixar mom thick. <laughs> you, take, <laughs> you take your first bite. The graham cracker cracks in half. By the way. Honey grams or whatever. Yeah. Oh, of course. Well, honey gram, honey gram bear crackers. Are the you're thinking honey made, honey honey made graham crackers? Yes, like the rectangles that yeah. you cut in half. Honey grams are the little bears. Yeah, no, honey which are made. amazing by the way. Oh yeah, for oh. sure. Oh. Um, oh, you get some little tiny baby marshmallows and one little uh, crack of the Hershey's chocolate bar, and you make a little mini s'more. 
Oh. Yeah. That's right. Okay. A little snacky s'more. Okay. Anyway. Uh, that goes so well with whiskey. Just just so you know. Interesting. S'mores go so well with bourbon. Oh. Good to know. Oh. Oh, interesting. Holy shit. That's, I'm if sorry. You, if you come I'm with sorry, us, you're bringing bourbon. But they don't drink. You and I will. Okay. You and I. I'm not going to be the only one to drink, but okay. we'd be cool and they'd be cool if just two of us. Okay. I, I, okay. As long as they were. Honey Maid. For the, anybody who's listening who works at Honey Maid, stop cutting the rectangular graham crackers into fourths. We don't need that extra half crack. When you have your perfect square of graham cracker and you put another perfect square of graham cracker on top and you take a bite and it breaks along the perforated middle edge thing, mm-hmm. that what's the point of that in the build? Like, why is that there? I think that's just tradition. Maybe because people just snack. Well, okay. Graham so here's crackers. the thing. Here's the thing. We bought graham crackers from Costco, which meant we bought you know 360 graham crackers. <laughs> Great deal. Always worth it. <laughs> but it makes me wonder because we did it for a graham cracker crust. Okay. And we only got it at Costco because a we're always at Costco shopping. Yeah. And b it's the same price as one box of graham crackers yep. in a normal store. Yeah. <laughs> but then we were like, we have three boxes of these things. How else do you eat them besides s'mores and graham cracker crust? Yeah. We were thinking, we, we, we don't know. Do you, Can I tell you the answer, do actually? Do you just eat them by themselves? That's not enough. That's, yes. No. You they're need, really good. You need something else with them. No, they don't that, go, they don't go, they're, they're not savory, so you don't pair them with cheese or- You sure don't. They don't go with a charcuterie. Okay. So what do they go with? Peanut butter, Nutella, cream cheese. Ooh, cream cheese, actually. Okay. Frosting. Um, it's not going to be healthy. You're you you're looking for the answer and you found it and you're not happy with it. <laughs> or plain, dip it in milk. No. Yes. It turns into mush. A little bit. Oh my you, god. We're not talking about a full Oreo dunk. Just a little just a little whoop. Maybe a whoop whoop. Or maybe a I could see, okay, I could see I could see it as a as a as a paired with chocolate. I could see that. If you got oh, like yeah. dark chocolate slabs. And you just put it on top. Yeah. With or maybe just like, like a little bit of Hershey's. crunchy peanut butter. Yeah. I, that. I could see that. I could and see that. I'll answer my own complaint. Oh, fluff. You could definitely do fluff. 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 Oh my God, dude. Fluff. fluff and a little piece of Hershey's. You got yourself a s'more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, have, you have a fire free s'more. Yeah. A cold s'more. Yeah. A cold temperature s'more. There you go. That works. Uh, anyway. Anyways. So we did that. That's my technique. Uh, if we're talking regular marshmallows, though, same thing, smaller marshmallow, but same technique over the fire. And then I finish it like you did the yeah. graham cracker, chocolate, marshmallow, graham cracker, and then pull the stick out. Okay. Um, but anyway, that was that. And then the next morning, we shared a dozen eggs, a loaf of bread, and a pound of bacon. That was breakfast. How did you have it, though? <laughs> come on. Come on. Uh, oh, uh, bread toasted over the fire. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Pretty good. Ooh. Pretty good. Not going to lie. Okay. Um, eggs scrambled uh, after cooking the bacon. So he cooked up a pound of and bacon in the Dutch oven and then he scrambled, scrambled it. The left all the bacon fed in because oh. we're camping and that's how we do. Jeez. Uh, the eggs were just wet <laughs> with <laughs> grease. And then you just had to slop them on a, on a piece of toast. Make well, a, you made sandwiches. We made sandwiches. Did you have cheese? We had to kill all that bread. No, yeah. we didn't have cheese. So it was just egg bacon flavored egg sandwiches with bacon on the side none of us put the bacon on the sandwich because you want you got to tear it yeah you wanted that yeah exactly yeah um so that was that was a good finish and then we started packing up 
This was like uh, eight o'clock in the morning. That's the worst part. Packing up. Packing up. It takes well, forever. It's annoying. Uh, here's why it was the worst, worst part. Uh, because that horrible rain we had the first night yeah. came back while oh, we were packing up. Oh, shit. Torrential downpour. Uh, and we were like, okay, let's just make quick sprints out to the tent to get our stuff out of the tent. Uh, or go into the tent, pack up our stuff, quickly, like, huck it into someone's car. Uh, and then pack everything up. And then, quick, go take down the tent. Put that in the car. And then let's hang out under the Easy Up for a little while, warm up, fold up some things, put everything away under the Easy Up. Okay, now everything's away. A couple more quick runs out to the car. And now we have to put together the Easy Up, which is our last shelter in the pouring rain. So we just kind of put that up. But you had rain jackets and rain boots on, right? Kind like, of. Legs got soaking wet. Face got soaking wet. Um, See, you got to like, have the right gear, man. If you have the right gear, you're good. No, nah, this was car camping. The right gear is just towels. No, <laughs> we just no, got in no, the car, no. toweled off, drove no, home. No. And it was literally like we put the the easy up together, put the thing on top of it, like literally tossed it in the back of the truck, slammed the truck up. And we're like, okay, uh, uh, bye. <laughs> and like we just got in the cars and left because it was like it's pouring. We're not gonna have. How good did it feel after about. that shower? The shower was real good. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that, that shower. Hot was real shower. Good. Yeah, Damn. brown water. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was dirty. What is the bathroom situation? Uh, there was a bathroom. It was like a pretty nice bathroom. Like uh, if you go to like a public park and they have a bathroom, like one of those bathrooms with no doors, just like a little zigzag of concrete walls and then just stalls, urinal, um, sink, good water pressure, hot water, soap, shower. They had a shower stall. We didn't shower. No. Uh, if we were there for like one more day, I probably would have showered. Yeah. Um, but it was also wet. So... <laughs> I always like the idea of camping, but then I think about the logistics and I'm always just, or no. Here's the deal. You go with two guys who love camping and Tom, this was his fifth time camping this year, this calendar year. Um, you go with those two guys, you really don't need to do much. <laughs> you just need to pull your weight like washing dishes, which sucks. That was the worst part for me. Why? Washing dishes in a cast iron stove that you also use to cook in. So you need to wash the crap out of that. And then you put the hot soapy water in it. You take the filthy dishes and you just kind of wash them in that sludge water that gets worse and worse each plate you wash. <laughs> um, and then you put them in another bucket, empty out the sludge water, and then do it again to like actually clean them this time. Because the first time you're getting all like the steak juice off and the potatoes oh, and the so onions and mushrooms. Then you toss that out and then you actually wash them with like lots of soap. And then you have to like pour boiling water on them and like scald your hands and stuff like that and then dry them and put them all away. It sucks. I hate washing dishes and it's worse when you're camping. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds not enough. I'm partial to bringing as many disposable, disposable. things. I was going to say, like why don't you just bring disposable Paper stuff? plates. Yeah. Just bring a I'm, trash bag. I'm also going to bring. Oh, yeah. We bring uh, a couple trash bags every time, but I'm going to make an amendment to bring disposable plates. Yeah. I don't nice. want to do like plastic forks and spoons because that's wasteful, but and those we could wash easy pieces. Nice, nice. I can't believe you had. Oh, man. I am craving a steak and a glass of red wine. Yeah. Like so bad. As a recent eater of a giant steak, I recommend it. <laughs> it's just. Is there like a, do you want to like make one or do you want to go out and get one? I could make one. I've, I, I like at this point I've, I pretty much have recreated the steakhouse experience at home during the pandemic. That's of great. My 
my dirty martini to start off my night with my reverse seared steak, medium rare that I have, along with a glass of red. Reverse seared is seared and then in the oven? No, oven and then oven finished and then seared. off. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... But I can't beat the flavor of a wood-fired steak from Jay Gilbert's. Have you been to Jay Gilbert's? No. We should go. It sounds expensive. It's not... It's not cheap. When there's a person's initial in the name of the restaurant. <laughs> it's not cheap. But yeah. And it's a steak. Oh, it's, well, let me put it this way. I've only eaten there in celebration of things. Okay. Got that. <laughs> it's a special occasion type of place. It's a special occasion type of place. Got I've it. eaten there for one of my friend's birthdays. Uh, I, uh, I, I took a friend out there when he got a new job. Um, two of our friends when they got married. Uh, my anniversary with my girlfriend. Um and one of my friends who I, I didn't see for like a super long time came up and visited me. So I've only been there really for occasions. Yeah. Never for, I just feel like having a steak. <laughs> Very expensive steak. But at the same time, I feel like there's a lot to celebrate, right? You know, we can come up with something. It's, <laughs> it's the fact that we survived a pandemic. You sound like my girlfriend coming up with excuses to get ice cream. It's like, we shouldn't get ice cream. Yeah, but like... You had a really great day at work. We should celebrate. <laughs> you went for a run today. I'm like, yeah, I want to keep that progress. <laughs> yeah, but the steak. Oh, gosh. I'm pretty sure they sous vide the steak and oh. then they finish it over the wood fire because it melts. And it's oh just, God. there's no way you wood fire steak and it melts and yeah. it's this juicy. That's just not how yeah, fire works. No, it sounds probably so sous vide. You have to sous vide it and then you finish it over open flames, over like hickory flames. Yeah. And then it comes out and it's just, why is this this flavorful but also this juicy? This doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it's really good. And they That's have good. Fre- they have house made sourdough bread they serve you throughout the evening and, and oh. It's been a while. <laughs> Take a, a minute. It's been a while, man. It's been. A, um, I forget. I forget why I went there in the first place. Celebration of something. I forget what it was. I think. I think I saw high reviews. Yeah. And I. I think I went there with my girlfriend first. Yeah. And I was just, hey, let's go. It's high rated. We can go get steaks. It's our anniversary or whatever. Or it's it's something we're celebrating. Yeah. And we got it. And I was just, holy shit. <laughs> And then ever since then, I was just, I need to show this place to people. <laughs> I need people to know. I need people to know. And I, I want an excuse to have to come back here yeah. and spend this money. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. you have good news? Let me take yeah. you to a place to celebrate. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's so good. Have you ever sous vide did anything? Do you have a no, sous vide? No, no. I, I never have because I don't want the investment. Yeah, right? You have to get the sous vide. You have to get the sealers. You have to get the sealing the machine, vacuum sealer you and you need to get everywhere. the special bin or whatever i don't yeah i don't know if you've seen my kitchens but the past three kitchens i've had including this one aren't very big so i absolutely do not have room for one but yeah. i so badly want one because it's like oh it's cheating it's the best way to cook every food <laughs> yeah you, you know what i'm i've been when it gets warm out i get into this weird craving for grilled food okay just i can just you could take 10 like not even 10. You could take five pounds worth of chicken drumsticks, the big ones, mm. and just grill them. Yeah. And I would just eat them. Yes. It's fine. Yeah. Just, just, 
that this is dinner okay cool this is great this is great <laughs> exactly. just something about it i was craving that the other day we were uh going to my parents for memorial day and my girlfriend uh, my my parents were like bring whatever you want like it, it, this is your uh like your meal that you're treating us to like come over and like we'll cook it with you but like whatever you bring is what we're having um and we were like do we want to do like shrimp shrimp and chicken and i was like i want to do barbecued like chicken wings not like barbecue sauce but like on the grill yeah, chicken wings. yeah grilled and yeah. she's like grilled chicken wings and i was like you take back that sass <laughs> you have no idea <laughs> it is so good i think the first time i've had it is actually um playing D with a couple of friends from our work uh and we had it just like uh, in on the grill in the backyard of one of my friend's house uh and they were just so unbelievably they were called beer can wings which i don't know yep. if that's the name of the recipe or like they come like that <sighs> did you change your mind what Which no i mean we didn't have them we, oh. ended, we ended up just doing like chicken and shrimp baked oh, chicken okay it was okay. really good yeah oh actually we did it in um an instant pot so like a pressure cooker which was very not, good. Good, but not the same as grilled. Nope, not at all. Not the same uh, as grilled. But it was like a, my mom found this really cool recipe that was like a, you pressure cook it in like a cream sauce, like a creamy garlic sauce with uh, uh, oven baked tomatoes or sun dried tomatoes, some type of tomato um, and asparagus. And it was surprisingly delicious. It's very good. I never get tired of chicken. It's so good. Something about it. I can it's always so versatile. Yeah, it's that's what it is. It's so versatile. You can yeah. do so much with it. And it's like refreshing isn't quite the right word, but Satisfying. it's like nourishing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like steak where it's super heavy. Yep. No. And it's you're like, just, this oh. is fuel. My body yeah. loves this. The weird thing for me is fish never fills me up. Yeah. Same. I feel like I could eat a whole fish and be fine. <laughs> a whole tuna. <laughs> yes. The thing that fills me up is the breading on top of it or the seafood stuffing inside of it or yeah. the rice surrounding it. It's always something yeah, or the else. the french fries under it. <laughs> yes. The, 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 yeah, the deep fried breading around it. Like that's the stuff that fills me up with fish, yeah. not the fish itself. Yeah. So that's how I feel. But I, I love fish. I love fish too. But speaking of all this food. Yes. <laughs> what is your festival go-to? I saw that written down in words that only you could write. <laughs> top set, top festival options in your mouth. <laughs> uh, what kind of festival are you talking to? That's talking my, so about. that's my thing. When I say festival, what do you? So here's the thing: when I think of festival and outdoor venues and events, I always wonder, as far as food goes, there's so many different stages of the event. And when you're there, I love that your eyes have been closed for the whole time you've been describing this. I'm just because I'm there. right. You now. are there right now. Thank you. I'm there right now. <laughs> and you're walking on the grass and you smell like the dirt. You smell the earth and because the it's uh, and it's just all these people stomping around. Yes. You know, so all you smell is just like this primal earthy that you don't smell that often because you usually don't get that many people stomping at once exactly it's like mud exactly so you have that smell and, and and you're getting hungry and you see all this food going around and that's the thing everybody's at a different stage of their food journey for the day some people are having popcorn some people are having uh slushy some people are having hot dogs and turkey legs some people are having cotton candy some people are having ice cream it's all over the fucking place <laughs> so it comes down to your experience and your ride of the day of what you're going to eat, right? And and I always think of it's not just the flavor. 
It's not just what am I going to eat that's tasty. It's the what's the experience of it going into my mouth <laughs> of just <laughs> and his eyes are open <laughs> of just the, the, the whole because it's it's a whole experience. You're in line. There's a line in front of you. You see people walking away in front of you with this love the line with this thing that you want. Yeah, love and then the you jealousy. finally get there to the counter and you go, "I'll have one, one flim flam, please." <laughs> and they give you the flim flam, and it's this big juicy flim flam. Oh my god, I love the flim flam. And then you're just you're you're, so you're I, holding it, and then you th- get to bite into it, and and it's that the experience. This thing is so decadent. Yeah, no matter what it is. Immediately, it goes from I have the decadence in my hands yeah. and putting it into my face hole. It turns into, well, how am I going to sustain this thing? Where are my napkins? Where can I hold my things? Oh, what do I do when I have to shift around or like I have to twist it or I have to get to a different part of it or part of it starts falling? It turns into this whole experience of it. You know, it's not it's not it's not as if you're at a restaurant where the experience is consistently stable. Mm. I'm sitting. You give me my food. That's what I asked for. I eat it. That was nice. Get it away from me. No. And then you can proceed with the next. Here's your flim flam. Go eat it while standing in a crowd. (laughs) Right. And and it's just because it's weird how you don't think of the experience of it. You think of just it going into your mouth. (laughs) Okay. You see what I'm saying? I'll give you a pass on the way you've written this topic. (laughs) But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, You just think of the bite in the tear or the open in the throw. You just think of that moment of this is mouth pleasure. You know, this is yeah. mouth hole pleasure. Sure. This is pleasuring my mouth hole. Yeah. And no. that's it. But you don't think of the other parts of it. And it's weird how that mouth hole pleasure is just so dominating over everything else compared to something like a restaurant, right? Where you think of so much of the experience, the ambiance, the atmosphere, how it's presented. Oh, uh, um, uh, can I have extra sauce on the side? You have this weird... Uh, experience shift when it's at a festival. So I ask you, what's your go-to? You're describing the Big E. I saw right through that. I've never been to the Big E. What? What kind of festival? You're talking about some like town fair, uh, any kind of state fair type of thing, right? Anything, yeah. When I say festival, whatever you think of. When you said festival, what I thought of was the Irish American Festival. Okay, keep going. Or Pipes in the Valley, I think okay, it's called. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Uh, it happens in the summer. Okay. It happens in, uh, I think, New Hartford is the name of the town. Yep. And just a big-ass field. Yep. Um, they have stages where, like, local-ish Irish bands play, or not local, just, like, traveling Irish bands play. Um, like, some super authentic Irish music, some, like, Celtic rock. Um, there's a little Irish step dancing competition. There's some vendors selling some Irish shit. It's just super Irish. It's the most Irish day you could ever spend in America. Um, if everybody's interested in the Connecticut area, look up the Irish Festival or Pipes in the Valley or something like that. I don't know. Irish American Festival. Um, so that's what I immediately thought of. So I'm thinking uh, bratwursts. Ooh. Um, I'm thinking popcorns, ice uh, creams. Okay. Um, hmm. From the uh maybe like a corned beef sandwich, corned beef and cabbage sandwich, which is very good on rye okay. bread. Oh yeah. Um, but then you started describing what I know as the Big E, like <laughs> literally turkey leg, ice cream, uh, all that stuff. Um, 
turkey leg. I've never gone to the Big E and not gotten a turkey leg. And I've also never even came close to finishing one. But really? I need that mouth hole pleasure experience of like that first bite and tear. Um, so good. Oh, my God. Because um, it's like a deep brined smoked turkey leg. Like this is a unique experience. It is tender and ju- well, it's not really tender, but it's juicy. Um, oh, it's so good. Um, that's very good. I always have to get ice cream. Always have to get a drink, a couple drinks. Uh, what drinks? Have- you mean soda? You mean pop? Cider or beer? Okay. Um, and then they have this like bread cone filled with mac and cheese thing there, bacon with bacon bits on top. That's very good. I've gotten that a couple times. Jesus. So just this like this is why I don't go to the Biggie. Continue. It like I want the grossest food that isn't deep fried because the deep fried things just make me feel all, um, and just like walking around all day in the hot sun with like just oil in you yeah. <laughs> or grease isn't very fun. You feel shitty. Um, but the the smoked turkey leg that's that's easy. That that's fuel for your body. And then the the mac and cheese tornado or whatever it's called. Um, okay. But I don't really do the fried foods, um, stuff like that. Maybe like a bratwurst or a hot dog. Yeah. Wow. I, you, you you went on a journey there and described a bunch of things. And here's the funny thing. I haven't been to a festival for that type of food in many, many years. Mm. Nor have I gone to the Big E. Yeah. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I don't want to. The Big E is uh, the Northeast's best attempt to be the South. <laughs> None of it sounds appealing to me. No. The, uh, just do I want to go stand? Do I, do I want to go deal with traffic for three hours of my day while oh overpaying for a parking spot to, to then walk in a crowded area with overpriced unhealthy food that makes me feel like shit? So I can go to a porta potty and shit myself. But you forgot, Sugar Ray is there. You can see Sugar Ray. Last time I went, like two years ago, the last year uh, pre-COVID, we saw Sugar Ray, and it but was I, I feel just like, as weird as you'd imagine. I feel like I just summed up the experience of oh yeah, perfectly, and perfectly. None of that sounds appealing to me. Two years ago, three or whatever, the year before Sugar Ray, Smash Mouth was there. Oh, I like Smash Mouth. I've seen them recently. That's why you go. Yeah, Smash Mouth is fun. You get that turkey leg. You got a cider in one hand, a turkey leg in the other. Watching Smash Mouth. Yeah, best day of the summer, right there. I worth the parking. If I wanted to have an experience like that, I could go to Costco and get their five cheese mac and cheese pre-made with bacon and i could just crumble bacon on top you don't know how to you don't know how to assemble that bread cone though i don't that's some bread wizardry i don't i could get a whole loaf and i could cut out half of it and carve it and that's i could just disgusting. have disgusting <laughs> <laughs> first of all this fucking stuff <laughs> this shit. bread more has the consistency of like a biscuit almost not like <sighs> That sounds gross. Yeah. This it's soft, I think soggy the way that, fucking... Let ugh. me describe this in ugh. great agony in detail. <laughs> it is, I think, biscuit material. Not like cornbread. Like a biscuit biscuit. Like a like an Entenmann's or whatever. Is it yeah. Entenmann's? Pillsbury. Like pop them biscuit. But they take a strip of it, like fruit by the foot. <laughs> and they must have some cone shape some cone um what's the word mold. for mold a cone mold and they wrap it around and it's like you're wrapping fruit by foot around an ice cream cone to get the shape of the ice cream cone and i think they bake it on that and then pull it off and then stuff it with <laughs> mac and cheese sprinkle some bacon on it and huck it in your face it's you know good. you know what i'd rather do yeah what's that then go through all that for that mm. i would rather get five guys they don't have that at the biggies. They don't have that at biggies. Five guys. Well, no, I'm saying I'd rather just instead of 
dealing with the three hours of traffic, the overpriced oh. parking, the crowded areas, the overpriced foods, to the long lines to get to that thing that I have to carry around and walk with with dirty hands and go shit myself in porta potty. I would rather. <laughs> I would rather shit yourself in the porta potty, which means you make it to the porta potty, but then you but shit you yourself. Still shit yourself. Yes, I would rather just just think to myself, I'm gonna go full sin at Five Guys and just drive eight minutes down the road, pick up Five Guys, come back home eight minutes later, eat it, and then shit in my bathroom. That's what <laughs> I would shit yourself do. in the bathroom. That's what I'd rather do. That's what I'd rather do. I mean, yeah, but you can do that any day. That's why I go to the Big E is to get food that not only will I never make for myself, but you, I, you, I, you can't find anywhere. I never found. Oh, another uh, festival I just thought of is like a Renaissance fair, which I've been to a couple times. I've never fan. been to a Renaissance fair. Again, turkey uh, leg. I think I've been to one, maybe one or two. They're great. They're so nerdy. It's unbelievable. It's just <laughs> all I stone think, cold nerds all just I think being of, themselves. When I, when I think of Renaissance fair is the South Park episode where they go to the, the Wild West town sure on a do you know the episode i'm talking about i don't think so they go on a road trip to the wild west town and cartman and cartman and butters get in trouble so they're forced to be a kind of bill of buddies okay so they have to hold <laughs> so basically butters is told you hold hands with eric and don't you let go of his hand yeah. so butters the entire episode refuses to let go of eric's hand yeah <laughs> so eric drags him because of that to an arcade yeah and butters is freaking out because they're gonna get in trouble and all the kids are in the town where they're all old townsy folk and we're all in character. Yeah. Oh, what's a phone? That's a weird thingamajig yep. you got there. And then they end up being the hostage situation for bank robbers that show up and take refuge there. I have seen And this. they can't break character because yeah. they're on the clock. She goes, oh, I don't know, sir. I don't know what a telephone is. And they're just, God damn it. Stop being a fucking character. Yeah. I will kill you right now. I have seen that. Very <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. It's it's similar. <laughs> Replace Wild West with like just medieval. And you're pretty much there. Uh, we got, um, I don't know the dumb fantasy word they made up for it. But we got a ticket uh, when I went there for holding hands. Uh, it was like a public display of like it was inappropriate uh like canoodling or something and this like minstrel fucking dude came up is like excuse me right there it is like you uh you have not stopped at the stop sign there's like a little tiny stop sign on the ground and we walked past it so he like caught us and he wrote us a little parchment with a little feather quill and he goes well, that's here cool. you go and as we were like ha, 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 oh, okay and we took one step away and like that was fucking awful where's the turkey legs <laughs> That's cool that he, if he actually did it with a feather, that's kind of oh, cool. Oh, yeah, feather. Like, he dipped it in, like, he had a little bottle of ink on his chest or See, whatever. That's kind of like, cool. That's just filled cool. it out. He's like, mm, you're holding hands, public display of blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then there were, like, a couple other things. Like, we were inadequately dressed or something like that. Like, uh, showing too much skin because, like, I had a t-shirt on or something like that. <laughs> Do yeah. you ever do you ever go back into character? Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. How could I? No, you, fuck no. no. <laughs> I forgot you're such a jock. I forgot you're such a fucking jock. I forgot about that. I threw my bang energy drink in his face <laughs> with your lacrosse stick. <laughs> uh, no, but I I would like to convince my nerdiest of friends to like dress up and go there in character. They haven't gone. I've only gone with significant others. You should go with a with your with a gang of your nerdiest friends. <laughs> that would be dangerous because we would definitely convince each other to buy a bunch of nerdy shit that we do not need. Like you do not need an authentic ox horn to drink your <laughs> mead out of. <laughs> it would be cool though. You do not need a wizard staff. 
You do not it need that cool. pewter dragon statue. It would be cool though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those things would be cool though. They they all would be cool. So I don't go to festivals, I guess is the bottom line. So for me, I my the extent of my festival foods is the Costco food court. That's <laughs> no, try That's again. Free. When the chicken last time, bake no, Excuse okay, me. Chicken bake is very good. If that's, they had chicken bake at the biggie, I might that's honestly a, imagine get it. an extra large chicken bake. That would uh, be, is like, Costco open right uh, now? Right now, no, they close Shit. at eight. I want a chicken bake so bad. <laughs> it's I had it twice. In both times, I was thinking I need calories. Yeah. And then both times afterwards, I thought I didn't need these calories. These were the wrong calories to get. These, this is. I did not need calories. I needed chicken bake. <laughs> they sell them frozen. <laughs> oh yeah, you could you could get them and make them, but it's not as easy as hey, you've been to Costco recently. Have you seen yes, the new high tech food court? Yeah, you told me last week. Yeah. Just beep boop bop, and someone goes, "Hey, chicken bake," and you go, <laughs> "Hey, me." That's it. Like literally, you don't have to stop walking, and that amount of yummy. And that little effort is unmatched anywhere in the world. What is it like three bucks? <clears throat> if that, I literally think it's like two fifty. It's unbelievable for a loaf of bread filled with chicken and cheese, chicken, cheese, and bacon. I thought. I think there's bacon and maybe some sort of ranch. Like ranch. It's like a little bit liquid. The ranch here. is what kills it for me. Uh, what kills it. I'm a blue cheese guy. Oh, get out of here. No, no, no. You can dip it in blue cheese or something if you want to ruin it. No, you got to get some gorgonzola on that, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. But that's that's what I think of. That's what I think of. So, yeah. It's good stuff. We got to take you to a festival. You got to take you camping. We have no, a big to-do no, list no, now. No, no, we, I got to take You got to take me to Jay Gilbert's. Gilbert's. I was going to say Jay Tim's. No, Jay, Jay is Tim's is the wing spot. Oh, you got to take, you, you take me there, though. Honestly. Have you been there? I haven't been there. I've only had the wings. What, like I was five minutes away from there at my last place. I, I know. You've like never fi- been. I, n- I haven't. Like 50 episodes ago, back when the sh- this show had the old name, we had them at your place. Like we got takeout. Oh, yeah. So you have there. had them. I've had them. Then why did you just say you didn't have it before? I've never been there. You asked if I've been there. Oh, okay. okay Rewind okay, the episode. Okay. 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 All There's right. a lot of places we have to go. We have a big to-do list for this year. We, it, it needs to start off with breakfast. Yes, we gotta have that diner breakfast. Gotta have the diner breakfast. Then we gotta get you. Um, gotta get you to Ryan's. Gotta go to Ryan's Deli. Gotta get you to Ryan's. Yeah. Then we, yeah. Ooh. I gotta get you a two pound ribeye that's cooked on a fire. That that would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice at some point. Um, oh man, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. That I'll see good. you there. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Cool. Yeah, starting with breakfast. Bye. Because we're sound testing. That no came from the tip of your toes all the way up to your mouth. Oh yeah, crack open the cold one. Oh yeah, on the at least end of the episode chunk. Yeah, yeah. Give me us a fat sip. (laughs) Jesus Christ.